0: episode
1: 100 of the second and goal fantasy podcast i'm calvin your host back here with your co-host chris the fantasy expert and in today's show of course we're talking some fantasy football previewing week seven for fantasy in 2021 but after that we'll have a little bit of an episode 100 celebration going back into the podcast archive playing back some old clips of podcast first you'll see what that's about i'll explain it a little bit more later and then we'll just, in general, you know, talk about the history of the podcast, how uh, how things have gone over the first nineteen months. Maybe peel back the curtain a little bit. I mean, obviously, you guys have heard a lot of that if you've been with the show for a while, but kind of just remembering the first hundred episodes because this is a huge milestone. And of course, Chris is here for it. So, mm-hmm. Chris, yeah, I'm so you ready excited to go? be
2: back. We've been waiting for this episode for so long. Last week, Calvin got sick and we couldn't do it. We were really disappointed. We are ready, fired up. Ready to go. go.
1: And we're talking fantasy, of course, Mm because fantasy never gets time off. But yeah, I remember talking about like, oh, this is what we got to do in episode 100. Uh, We talked about this since like episode 20. Like Mm -hmm. we had talked about this early on. And it has been a long time since Mm -hmm. we've been doing this show. 19 months, I'm pretty sure, since like March. That is a March of 2020. So basically the entire pandemic. That is insane. We're ready to go. We've got crazy news to talk about, which is so fitting for this episode because this is going to be a fun one. And then we get to um, embarrass ourselves a little bit with clips from all the way back at the beginning. So that's gonna mm-hmm. be great. And I'll probably bring up some like stories along the way of like things that happened. Again, peel back the curtain a little, you know, you'll get a sneak peek at the second in goal workings, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, anything you wanna add Chris before we start? I don't think so. Let's get to it. All right, let's get started. We've got a piece of news to talk about. So let's get into that first. All right, Um, this is kind of wild, and it's exploding Twitter right now. Um, The Texans and Dolphins reportedly could have a Deshaun Watson trade done this week, wink, or a three-team trade sending Tua Tagovailoa to the Washington football team is also a possibility, wink, because this has been rebutted by reporters from the uh, Washington football team, J.P. Finlay, Sam Fortier, uh, and then Dolphins reporter Marcel Louis-Jacques also refuted the Tua Watson reports, um, saying they were false. J.P. Finlay tweeted, got a hard no when I checked on Washington's interest on in Tua, quote, it's all BS. So <laughs> this <laughs> has been the story since, like, I don't know, February we've, or March. I don't know when, I mean, I guess the allegations that came out, the Watson trade stuff was happening even maybe back in January. It has been crazy, Chris, for a while. I, I don't know what to believe anymore. I just, I'm lost for words at this point. No one seems to know what's going on. What are your thoughts on this situation?
2: Yeah, it really is. I mean, just a really interesting situation. I'm going to guess that these rumors aren't true because everyone, you know, loves to create these false rumors about star quarterbacks, but I mean, it's definitely an interesting prospect. I know we've, that's one of the teams that we keep circling back to. in this the Watson drama is the Miami dolphins. Obviously. I mean, no one has been perfectly satisfied with how two has played thus far. And, uh, I mean, I can understand them looking for a change, but I also think that Tua still needs an opportunity. So um, I think that he could find a, a future on a number of different teams. So I think this is an, actually a trade that I'd like to see happen. I think the Washington football team could use another quarterback like uh, to Tua Tagovailoa to develop, especially behind a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then also uh, I think it would be great for the Dolphins because then they can really start pushing for a uh, championship with Deshaun Watson at the head. So, uh, yeah. I mean – I don't think that this is going to happen just because I think the Texans are going to be wanting a little bit too much for Watson right now, but uh, it's definitely a real possibility that we need to keep looking into.
1: Yeah. Assuming the Watson stuff. I mean, we don't know when this Watson allegation stuff is going to get cleared up. If he's going to play football at all in the foreseeable future, um, so but when he's back, he's definitely a game changer on the field. That's un- undoubtedly true. But it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have respected reporters here going at it like John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, one of the best in the business is reporting this. And then you have like beat reporters coming back and saying it's not true. But then there are other reporters also confirming the story. No one knows what's going on. I don't think I've ever yeah. seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess well, all we got to do is wait and see right now. Um, it's it would stink, though, for Ryan Fitzpatrick to have after all that work, getting the starting job, getting hurt, almost ready to come back. It's like, oh, Taylor Heineke has been a bit shaky. Now it's time for the vet. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, nope Now we traded for two. Too bad. You're back on the bench. that was, I mean, I don't know if they would sit him in that situation, but um it's got to be tough for Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's struggled. I mean, he's been a good quarterback throughout his career. I mean, I had some ups and downs, had some good seasons, had some bad ones. But I mean, he finally had a pretty stable situation, but it's like kind of. Uh, it would it would stink if two went over there, although it doesn't it doesn't sound like it's happening the, the, like with especially with the Washington report. We had multiple people come out and say there was no contact like this wasn't just one person. This were, was multiple people for, in Washington beat reporters coming out and mm-hmm. saying this. So, yeah, I, I don't think that's particularly going to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you there.
1: But I mean, there might be some smoke around the Dolphins stuff. Brian Flores has adamantly denied it. But of course, I mean, of course he would, like, even if it was going on. The Dolphins have emerged as the quote, like, quote, unquote, front runner for a while. Like, even back in August, this was the thinking. So it may be that there's actually some real stuff going on with the Dolphins. But it's such a complicated situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Want to move on to big questions? Sure. All right. First big question is one that I'm going to answer yes to. And it is, is Leonard Fournette the real deal? He has really seemed to take over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers backfield um, as a running back, way over Ronald Jones. Um, he's been getting a heavy touch share, both in the running game and the passing game. He doesn't look quite as good as he did in years past, but he has certainly not washed up. I mean, gotten 20 or more carries in two of the past three games, had 13 receptions in the past three games, over 15 half PPR points in all of them. And he's been getting in the end zone. So now, now Leonard Fournette's locked into most fantasy lineups, I would say. And Ronald Jones is, I mean, obviously unstartable at this point. But do you think this continues? Is he the real deal uh, right now?
2: I think he totally is. I mean, he's playing great. And Ronald Jones has not done much uh, just in that opportunity. I mean, Ronald Jones was supposed to be the number one back going into the season. He's underperformed Leonard Fournette. Uh, has been playing just really well i don't see why that's going to slow down until he has an off game or has a game with two fumbles i mean i think that bruce arians is going to stick with the hot hand that's leonard fournette right now he's definitely an easy start uh definitely a viable rb2 at this point and uh i mean you should feel comfortable having him on your team don't be worrying about trying to sell him high i think he still has some room to grow right now but uh, i wouldn't expect him to also take off to that rb1 range i think he's still going to be limited in a pass first offense and with ronald jones there so uh you want to be moderate or I mean everything in moderation don't expect him to go off but uh definitely a good player to have on your team right now
1: yeah it's not going to be this good every week that's for sure but it's also Mm -hmm. going to be pretty darn good I would say because I mean he has shown he has taken a stranglehold on this backfield and uh yeah it really hasn't been much of Ronald Jones but Bruce Arians is unpredictable this could change at any moment I'm not suddenly banking on that oh Leonard Fournette is the guy now that it's not not isn't suddenly going to go in the doghouse and get two carries even though he was supposed to start
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah all right uh this next question is I guess it's not really just a question it just says figure out Patriots backfield uh is it Damien Harris is it Ramondre Stevenson is it Brandon Bolden I mean keep in mind that I mean Damien Harris in weeks three and four wasn't very involved weeks five and six though had 32 carries so he see I mean we know he's going to be there but like is it just going to be a week-to-week thing? Is Bill Belichick becoming like the next Kyle Shanahan in terms of like using the hot hand at running back, do you think? I mean, I think he
2: very well could because right now there's no clear consistent top guy there. Damien Harris just underperforming. And I mean, if guys like Ramondre Stevenson or Brandon Bolden start to step up, I don't see why you wouldn't go with them. I mean, this is an offense that has been slow. I mean, they have a bright spot in Mac Jones, but they still haven't been anything special. And I think that really finding a good RB... It uh, could be really beneficial. I picked up Brandon Bolin in, and Ramondre Steven in both my uh, in my league, just trying to hope that one of them becomes that hot hand and Bill Belichick sticks with them. And uh, I mean, I think that's what a lot of people should be doing because there's a very good chance that one of them overpasses Damian Harris. He just hasn't been playing well, especially uh, these young guys like Stevenson, I think that have a lot of potential.
1: Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not even all, like solely the fact that he hasn't been playing well necessarily, in my opinion, just that because like, it's a lot of it is game script he gets written out of the games and sometimes it's not even when they're down big it's just like sometimes the game script is just not to run the balls that's like another factor when you have a committee and then you have bill belichick suddenly going away from the run and it's nothing for damian harris that's a real problem for your fantasy team and these last two weeks he had good matchups houston and dallas that's as good as you can get you took advantage and i mean he plays the jets this week but out of those next six weeks after that he gets The Chargers, the Browns, the Titans, and the Bills, all teams that can put up major points and maybe cause this team to abandon the run, it's really been inconsistent for Damian Harris. He really had two okay weeks, two solid weeks, followed up by two just atrocious ones, followed up by one kind of mediocre, and then one very, very good one against Dallas. So he's hard to predict. I would still say he's the lead back, but yeah, I mean, Ramondre Stevenson's going to be involved. He's gotten... uh, 18 touches or 19 touches over the last two weeks. Uh, It's going to be a number of guys there for sure.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And uh, that's why I think it's tough to really be confident in starting any of them at the moment. I think you want to wait and see on these guys.
1: Yep. Agreed. All right. Last big question. Can Amon, I mean, I think you can start Damian Harris in the, not to like go back to it again, but I, I think you can start Damian Harris like in the right matchup. Like, I mean, against the Jets, he's not a bad start, but be aware of the inconsistency and he's definitely a matchup play and sometimes touchdown dependent kind of guy. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: yeah. All right. Now we move on. Uh, can Amon Ross St. Brown be a viable fantasy option going forward? I mean, don't look now, but Amon Ross St. Brown has had 23 targets in his last three games. He's caught 18 of them. Quintes Cephas is gone for the year, unfortunately, with a collarbone injury, which stinks for him. Prayers up. Um, he's had some good matchups against Minnesota and Cincinnati over the last couple of weeks. Hasn't scored a touchdown, but has still been doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think he's just not definitely not an every week start by any means. But he, in a good matchup, he is a good spot start in your lineup. Other than DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson, this team really has not had very reliable options. But St. Brown has been a nice surprise out of the fourth round the rare successful fourth round wide receiver in year one. So in like in a nice matchup, I'm trying to look on his schedule for one in the next few weeks that I might like. I mean, I like it against Philly in week eight, Minnesota in week 13. I know that's looking far away. Those are a couple I might be willing to plug him in. And, and if he's playing well, I'd trust him a little more in the tougher matchups as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's still a rookie. It's still a sh- small sample size, but he's looked pretty good.
2: Yeah, definitely worth a pickup. I mean, at the very least, it's tough to CFS if was showing some flashes of maybe being a potentially good player. tough for him to get injured, but it definitely clears the door for Ramon Ross, St. Brown to step in. But really, I mean, I don't trust any of the Lions wide receivers right now, especially as starters. Uh, I mean, if you're a guy like me, I have McCaffrey, Eckler, Herbert, Cooper, and Chanel all on by this week in my <laughs> one league. So uh, that might be a week where you have to consider starting him if you don't have any other guys. But other than that, I think you should stay on the bench.
1: Yeah, but I mean, and I'm looking at this and I'm surprised. He is still available in 86.1% of ESPN leagues. It didn't yeah. actually talk about him on the waiver wire show earlier in the week, but I mean, maybe I should have, he is widely available and a guy that has been quite solid with a nice target share of the last few weeks. Hmm. All right. Uh, ready to move on to starter sit. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Three starter sit guys here as usual. Number one is, Chase Edmonds versus Houston 10 carries over the last two weeks for Chase Edmonds. It has been a lot of James Connor that we've been seeing. He hasn't been involved in the passing game. He hasn't been involved even when the Cardinals have been leading, which has pretty much been every game since they're undefeated, but he plays the Houston Texans. He's dealing with a shoulder injury as well. That's something to watch for, but I'm going to have to sit him. Um, For me, I mean, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet this year. He's not going to be the goal line back. And the fact that he his limited usage has been concerning. This team seems like it's going to rely on James Conner even more as the not just the lead rusher, but, like, the clear number one guy. And he has been good as of late. So I I would rather take a wait-and-see approach against Chase Edmonds. He's not a bad guy to play against Houston, but I feel like he's going to disappoint you. And if he doesn't get that long, big gain or tons and tons of catches, he usually isn't all that great because he doesn't score touchdowns. Uh, He can be okay, but it's not worth the risk for me this week. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's really tough to put him in your lineup just because uh, obviously tons of risk. But I think I am going to say start just because I really like his matchup here. Um, So I think he's going to be able to take advantage of that and uh, get some work in the passing game in what could actually end up being a potentially pretty high scoring game. So uh, that's the main reason I like him. But it definitely is concerning to see uh, James Conner start to carve out a much larger role in this backfield.
1: Yeah. And James Conner has actually been quietly playing nicely over the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. let's talk another running back with limited work but this one uh, has also been like so so frustrating again this year Mm -hmm. miles sanders is playing the raiders this week and we're together on this one i'm gonna sit miles sanders again another guy who doesn't really score touchdowns hasn't had one so far this year the team doesn't want to use him in the red zone and he gets game scripted out when he the team is losing in games miles sanders has had 29 carries over the last four weeks that is incredibly few over the last five weeks he hasn't scored more than 7.6 half ppr points in a game so he hasn't put up a single top 24 running back performance or maybe even like I mean yeah it's it's just been pretty dreadful for him he's not can over and over he has proven he can't be started I mean I wish I could because he's a talented player who is relatively efficient but with Kenneth Gainwell also splitting into passing game work it's just you got to trust the five straight games of things not working out. I'm not trying to bet on a touchdown for Miles Sanders unless I mm-hmm. absolutely have to.
2: Yep, no, I'm right there with you, and I put him as a – it's gotten to the point where it's consistently poor production, and so he's not worth a start.
1: Yeah, it really – I mean, it's, it's been bad. It, it, you've not been happy as Miles Sanders' manager or n- anyone who has him rostered yeah. in the league.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, last guy to talk about here, Darnell Mooney versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is an interesting one. The Buccaneers – Our team that has a great pass rush, and that's going to play to Justin Fields' weakness, which is decision-making against the Blitz. But Tampa Bay also allows a lot of points to the secondary, and Darnell Mooney has been great with 20 targets over the last three weeks, two games with 13 or more half PPR points, went over 100 yards against Detroit, um, and has a touchdown, which he got last week against Green Bay. This is a game where the team will also probably pass a lot, but I'm just going to sit again because I don't expect a good performance from Justin Fields this week. He's still a rookie, and I think this Tampa Bay defense and Todd Bowles will be able to terrorize him and ho- – not hopefully, but uh, maybe – I don't know I was thinking that – but uh, likely get a lot of sacks in this one. It'll be tough. Fields won't have that great of a game. Maybe helping out the secondary a little bit will be the blitz. I mean, Darno Mooney may find some soft spots, but I just think he's going to wind up just outside of my – starting range so he's not a bad start that this one's close for me
2: mm-hmm. yeah uh i actually have martin darnell mooney as a start. i mean there's tons of potential here and yes he's playing the bucks but they are also ravaged by injuries uh, in the secondary right now um i think that the big dependent here is that if he clears his groin injury but if he doesn't i'm willing to take the risk on him especially in a week where there are so many buys i mean we are going to be in need of wide receivers and i think that bumps him into the top uh 30, which is normally where I try and look for my starting guys. So, uh, yeah, he's a start for me.
1: All right, fair enough. Uh, let's hop into booms and busts. All right, two booms, two busts for each of us. Uh, Chris, do you want to go first? Sure. All right, go ahead. Uh, my first boom is Khalil Herbert.
2: And yes, he has a tough, tough matchup versus the Bucks, but uh, I think he manages to find the end zone once again, and uh, that boosts his fantasy stock a lot for me. People, I think, are going to be expecting a little bit of a fallback just because he is a rookie. We haven't seen much, and he's playing against the Bucks. but I expect him to continue on the trajectory he's at right now. Uh, he's a really talented back, and uh, I think he's going to continue this hot streak into
1: next game against the Bucks. Yeah, and, I mean, the Bears have been able to – I mean, it, it hasn't been, like, atrocious from Justin Fields other than that one uh, atrocious game. But, yeah, I mean, they, he, there's a chance they can still move the ball with him, and they may need to rely on him a lot. And he's a good player. I mean – Am I right that he was an, un, I think he was an undrafted rookie, but I mean, he's playing quite well and seems to have been a guy who was overlooked um, throughout the draft process, at least mm-hmm. from what we yeah. limited that we've seen. Um, my first guy here is another running back who's maybe been overlooked. It's Dearness Johnson. Dearness Johnson's season has returned. I think he was my he was my top waiver wire ad this week, definitely. And um, it's going to be great against Denver for him because, and here's why I like Dearness Johnson. I mean, number one, obviously Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are out. And this is usually a run-first team. You might say, oh, now they're going to pass a little more with Jarvis Landry coming back and, uh, oh, it's Dearness Johnson. They, only, they don't have like that great of RBs. But Baker Mayfield right now is dealing with an injury. And if he doesn't play, I mean, that's going to wind up – that could wind up being a much more run-focused attack. Or Even if he does play, Baker Mayfield dealing with an injury may need to rely on Dearness Johnson. And don't forget that he averaged over five yards of carry last year and was very solid and efficient when he actually got in games. This isn't a guy they don't trust at all. They can give him carries against Denver that their run defense is okay, but not the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I think um, Cleveland still has enough to win this game, even with an injured Baker Mayfield. So the running game won't necessarily go away. Uh, It's Dearness Johnson time. And I'm starting him. Funnily enough, I am in four leagues and starting Dearness Johnson in every single one. I somehow was able to get him off the waiver. I mean, he's like a hot waiver pickup. So I don't know how I got him in every league, but. Um, I guess I was smart for picking him up in SFB the week before, um, which was pretty solid. I'm happy about that pickup. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to be nice, and he's going to help all my teams and hopefully yours on Thursday night.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, he has a lot of potential just because of the uh, injuries, obviously, in that backfield. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. is Is he really that talented? I don't think so, and so I'm not that high on him. I think they're going to turn more to the passing game. And I think that you could see some other uh, backs work into this backfield, too.
1: We'll see. Fresh leg syndrome is a powerful thing with running backs in week seven. That's true. These teams are beat up. Um, all right. Do you want to get into your second boom?
2: Sure. Uh, my second boom is uh, Marquez Callaway. And he's facing the Seahawks. The Seahawks have an absolutely atrocious defense. So uh, I think that these Saints are going to come out firing Marquez Callaway. He's been one of the top deep, deep threats for this team. Um, and I expect him to continue that. I think he caught a, like a 50-yard touchdown pass last week, and uh, I don't see why that's going to stop. He's, I mean, he's been playing well. Not a huge workload, but I expect that workload to advance more this year, and or I mean this game, and I expect him to catch that touchdown pass, and so that pushes him into the boom category for me. I mean, it's mainly just matchup here, and I'm sure that this one's going to be high scoring, and that the uh, Saints are going to really try and just air the ball out. So
1: yeah, all right. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy, another deep ball guy, Marquise Brown, who has had a heavy target share and now is in a game against Cincinnati where Lamar Jackson is going to be passing a lot, and so will Joe Burrow. This is going to be a shootout. I think Joe Burrow has success against this Ravens defense, even though Justin Herbert didn't because throughout the year, this Ravens defense has still been pretty vulnerable. I think uh, Zach Taylor will find at least somewhat of a way around it. And Burrow is very good with a lot of weapons, but yeah, I mean, the point is against Cincinnati, that's not a very good defense. And Marquise Brown had a bad week last week against the Chargers, surprisingly, despite the Ravens putting up 34 points, but he has had 20 targets over his last three weeks. Uh, He has a total of, 43 on the year through six games has scored five touchdowns gone over 90 yards three times and 100 yards twice he is uh he was nine for 125 and two against indian week five if he gets that long play he can be great and he's had some plays early in the year i mean there was one particular week i think it might have been like week three where he dropped there were like two or three drops on like deep balls for touchdowns that would have given him like a fifth boom game out of six he is always waiting to go off every single week. This could be the year that Marquise Brown finally breaks out because this running game hasn't been as involved for the Ravens and they needed to rely on the passing a little bit more. I've always been down on Marquise Brown in fantasy-wise, but, I mean, I think I'm actually really liking it a lot more as we get into more of a pass-first team uh, with the Ravens and um, Mar Jackson throwing the ball more. I like him in this matchup. So, yeah, Marquise Brown is the guy I've been rising on and would pick as a boom this week.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm right there with you. Uh, I love the matchup here too. And I can definitely see this one turning into a big boom game for him. Uh, Yeah. He's been playing great. One of the players I was definitely wrong about uh, going into
1: this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same here. All right. Let's get into busts. Uh, I'll start with mine. It's Odell Beckham jr. Versus the Broncos. First of all, Beckham might not even play. He's dealing with an injury, but he had five catches for 79 yards last week. Wasn't too bad. But with this Baker Mayfield injury, um, it's kind of the same logic as Dearness Johnson. I think Beckham's going to suffer with Jarvis Landry coming back. Uh, Beckham historically while playing with Jarvis Landry has had trouble securing its consistent target share and has often not been on the same page with Baker Mayfield. So I'm expecting a button, like pretty much nothing from Odell Beckham this week. He is a major, major avoid uh, for me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I definitely don't like him as well, especially with Baker Mayfield fun. Actually, I want to take that back because I feel like they're uh, going to need to pass the ball a little bit. And I think that, uh, Baker doesn't play then I mean they're going to want to bring in a
1: new quarterback that uh, or wait did Baker get put on IR uh who did Baker get put on IR or no he's still questionable for the game but he's like dealing with it he may not play
2: yeah so if he doesn't play I think they could actually turn to him a little bit more so maybe that actually helps him but uh in general I'm still staying away from OBJ I wouldn't necessarily put him as a boss but uh just not a player I'm really intrigued by right now
1: uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, keep in mind, he is actually a game time call with his injury. So that's also another thing that mm-hmm. uh, could impact yeah. him. But if he plays, he's still going to be a busted mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so who's your first bust?
2: My first bust is DK Metcalf. And I absolutely love this one. Marshawn Lattimore has been playing out of his mind lately and, uh, mm-hmm. he'll be up against DK Metcalf. And then on top of that, uh, I mean, I just don't trust Geno Smith whatsoever. So, uh, he's got a great corner against him and he's got a bad quarterback throwing to him, um, on a player, a player that's had a few good games. I think the expectations are going to be way too lofty for him going into this one. And, uh, he's going to crumble. I do not expect him to do well today, uh, this week.
1: Yeah, I I love this pick. And for a guy like DK Metcalf, who doesn't have as necessarily a complete of route running tree as other guys, I think Marshawn Lattimore can lock him up. I Mm -hmm. mean, Lattimore is playing like maybe the best corner in the NFL right now. If you don't believe me, just watch his week five. Maybe Trayvon Diggs, but. Maybe, but I mean, he's been forcing turnovers, but Marshawn Lattimore locked up Terry McLaurin in week five. Like I haven't seen any corner do in McLaurin's career. This was, keep in mind, like remember that, like I think it was last year, Darius Slay himself. Like Darius Slay is talking about how he's like afraid of Terry McLaurin because Terry McLaurin is outmatching him. Marcel Matamor just goes out there and just blankets him, makes Terry McLaurin look bad. McLaurin had Mm -hmm. a terrible game. I mean, he didn't get too much help from his quarterback, but he wasn't getting open at all. And Lattimore has been playing like, yeah, this might be like, um, if he keeps this up, he could have maybe the best season of his career because he is an incredible player. Yeah, so I really like this pick actually.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah
1: our second bust is kind of similar I'll, I guess I'll start with mine it's Jamal Williams versus the Rams um Jamal Williams has had like 39 carries over the previous three weeks before last week but he had four last week against Cincinnati and against the Rams they are going to fall behind so I don't see Jamal Williams is between the tackles work DeAndre Swift is the passing down guy uh it's going to be a lot of DeAndre Swift this game Jamal Williams is back do not start under any circumstances mm-hmm. for this. yeah
2: definitely don't start please do not this is a <laughs> nightmare game
1: Okay. And yeah, you think the entirety of the Lions roster. Yeah. Is I, I mean,
2: on top of that, I have the entirety of the Lions roster because I couldn't pick one to include here. Uh, I mean, definitely don't start. I mean, this is just a struggling offense and they're playing the best defense in the league. They just stifled. I mean, the Giants, granted, were not playing well right now, but they have uh, put together a formidable offense that has been above average, totally stifled them. They would have only been held to three points if it wasn't for a late touchdown when all the scrubs were in so uh i mean this this team is going to get shut down and get blown out um no reason to like any of these guys there's very little touchdown upside for anyone other than jared Goff, maybe to get one touchdown and so uh just stay away from this team in general
1: oh man yeah i mean it's not a good matchup for the lions but i'm hoping for my swift and hawkinson chairs that is okay mm-hmm. all right yeah me too that's oh, not the confidence. end of the episode now the the party time begins. yes
2: Woo! let's go Calvin I'm so excited to do this I've been waiting for this for so podcast long podcast first I don't think you've really everything.
1: heard any of these have you I haven't heard most of that like I only hear like I just played the beginning to make sure I was like in the right spot but I haven't listened to these in a long time mm-hmm. I don't know what's coming either so basically what we're doing now is fought po- <laughs> Podcast firsts, um, podcast firsts in which yeah, a, I'm just like a... freaking out right now. Mm. Um, He's so excited, yeah so excited for the podcast firsts in which. Mm. So, I've basically got like seven different clips here that we're just gonna let episodes play on for here for a little bit. Uh, I've got like basically podcast firsts and I'll explain them each as we get into them. And, um, I apologize for the sound quality in some of these, it's kind of bad. I'm gonna try to edit them as best as I can, but I may not be able to all that well. Uh, I also apologize for the extremely high voices that you'll hear in some of these, and I don't mm-hmm. want to hear it's them really either. It's really embarrassing. I don't I want to hear them I'm either. Like this that. is, yeah, this is gonna be the um, uh, it's it's gonna be a problem for us, uh, mm-hmm. to, yeah. yeah, and uh, we might just, uh, sorry, I was looking at your chat message, Chris. I, yeah, I, we are gonna maybe pause in the middle of these sometimes to hear like our stories mm-hmm. and stuff. And Chris is texting me like, when I text pause, just pause as fast as you can. He has a lot to say about mm-hmm. these. I'm sure. Yes, there's gonna be. Some comments that we have to make. Yeah, lots of comments that we're gonna have to make, and I will be hovering over the pause button. So mm-hmm. this is, might be the most embarrassing moment in my life. We're starting in episode one, the first oh. episode we've ever done, getting played back on the show. You ready for this? Oh goodness! Wait, how long are we? How long are we gonna have to torture ourselves? For? As long as we want. I'll, I'll cut it off when it gets boring, I guess. Ready? Oh. oh goodness! Do we even have an intro? Yeah, we have an intro. But it's it's not good. Okay, go <laughs> it's ahead. The same. Okay, here we go. Episode one, guys. Are you ready for this? Oh no! Oh my God! I'm not ready. Here we go. One to hundred. Here we go. Familiar intro. <laughs> yep. Here we go. So far, so good. Welcome to the first ever edition oh. of the Second and Gold Fantasy Podcast. <laughs> oh my God! I'm Calvin, your host. Here with your co-host, Chris, the fantasy expert. and today. Okay, first of all, first of all, I talked early on the intro before, like, the second beat drop on, like, the, like, I didn't talk in the middle of it. When it started Mm -hmm. fading out, I talked early. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is a problem. This is already a problem. All right, continue. We'll be giving you sort of an off-season, way-too-early fantasy preview for 2020. So we'll be giving you some, there's 10 free agency questions that we brought up that we'll go over. Um, about various free agents and their fantasy value then we'll do some rankings talk about our rankings that we have on our website what was uh, the website was? link is in the description of our podcast and uh, so we'll have some rankings talk about that and my rankings are complete Chris is almost done with his so you can find all that and some articles on our website as well and then we'll end the show with each a breakout and a bust that we predict for 2020 so I guess uh, mm-hmm. let's get started Chris first episode ever you excited uh, I remember that line. Yeah, we've waited for so long, but now we're finally on the air. This is epic. I love this. I hate so this. So, let's get started. So, we have 10 free agency questions as <laughs> mentioned. And I uh, got to hear
2: uh, myself going around. Might
1: move in free agency mm-hmm. yeah, or might have teammates really move in free agency in or might have signings like on your, their team like, in free agency. Microphone. And we'll start with Austin eckler of the Chargers. First so player mentioned on the show. Very, he was amazing while melvin gordon was out when melvin gordon came back he still performed about rb2 level production in non-ppr which is what we cover he was a little bit lower than obviously in ppr but he was still good even with gordon there so with gordon likely to leave uh, los angeles Eckler's value could skyrocket or if they sign another rb such as jordan howard it could like so maybe Get stay the in point. the RB two to RB one range. So, what do you foresee, Chris, if they sign like, someone the like Jordan Howard? Like, what would Austin Eckler's value be? Austin
4: Eckler, he immediately jumps. Chris didn't have a mic. Someone, like you think about the comparison between Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. There's just there's not much of a comparison there.
0: <laughs> Austin Eckler,
4: <laughs> he's just he was so good when Melvin Gordon was out, and just Jordan Howard just seems like he's kind of he's getting he's not getting any better. <laughs> oh man
1: yeah, he's i t- like how he is yeah got you
4: i like how
2: like uncertain i sound like i'm so uncertain like everything is and it seems like i think like i'm so like <laughs> like unsure if my takes are gonna be right and like
1: scared i'm i'm just realizing that it's so funny yeah we gotta be like yeah we were like ready for that we got we need this to be like we wanted this to be really good the first episode it was not mm-hmm. but um it took a while but i mean i'm so glad by the way that we like did our practice episodes because first peeling back the curtain here we did like seven practice episodes like the previous season Mm -hmm. before starting the show and so man my voice sounds so deep compared to the one i just heard (laughs) um we did like but like so we were able to kind of like get a little bit of it down so you kind of hear like a little bit of like solid cadence between us still Mm -hmm. not very good but it's better than what it would have been if we had just gone in cold so i'm glad we did those like seven practice episodes
3: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah definitely yeah i can't even remember were we still like doing the thing where we took the iPod into the phone and all that? Yeah. yeah well, not, so basically... no, not for
1: episode one, for the practice episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But...
2: So for the practice episodes, guys, it's pretty funny. So we would literally take an iPod, and then we'd have the phone where I was on speakerphone <laughs> playing into the iPod and recording it on voice
1: memos. And sometimes we'd just come over and sit on some random bed and just, like, <laughs> record yeah. it there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was just, like, it was kind of, like, we were, like, just sitting in this room, just, like, mm-hmm. recording. And, yeah, there's, like, it it was to you guys you don't need fancy technology to record a show technically you don't and then (laughs) for more another story here I mean the editing of this show is terrible because I didn't know how to use the editor so basically I just threw the stuff in there and hoped for the best so Chris's sound is way soft I mean I may have edited this so that it sounds a little better but in like the actual version Chris's sound is like way softer than mine it's like gets clipped too because this like it's like the decibel is like too high. So I just like put the intro randomly in there and the intro was like too loud for it. So it like clipping occurred, but I like didn't know how to fix it because I was like stupid. And so it's just basically placed in there with no editing. Like I edited that. We didn't play the intro live. So I like dropped it in there. But other than that, like I didn't really like do editing. That Mm -hmm. wasn't a thing back then in episode Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Do you want to hear a little more? Sure. All right, let's go.
4: He's not a big play like kind of player. I feel like. Like, Yeah, he's he's not. I see. I feel
2: like I'm telling you.
4: (laughs) He's not consistent enough to like take over the Chargers' backfield. So I think it'll be mainly left to Austin Eckler, especially with how the well he did last season. I'm sure the coaches know how good he is. So I think.
1: I think. Yeah, I think he can definitely be in the RB one discussion. Yeah, I I would think, especially if they don't sign a wideout, but like he can still be a high-end RB2 splitting carries or maybe even bordering on RB1 if splitting carries with Jordan Howard and catching passes as he proved. And then Mm -hmm. in PPR leagues, his value skyrockets even more because he had so many receptions last year. So, All right, are we done? Do you want to hear more? Okay, we're done with that one. So that was episode one and oh boy, any other thoughts about it?
2: I don't think so. Wow it's crazy to hear just like how much the show has changed like mm-hmm. from recording like into the ipod in the practice episodes and the awful editing and and oh you God. know just i don't even know the why we talk listen. is so different i was so non-committal and i love how the one thing that stays the same is the intro <laughs> yeah the one that accepted episode three
1: teaser mm-hmm. spoiler
2: episode three, yeah teaser i don't know what we were thinking. Why just. Randomly adding another intro, but uh, yeah, but we did it so. for one episode. Let's, we added a let's go to episode, episode. two. What do oh, we remember
1: two. that? Yeah, how did we get we got like 60 or 70 downloads on these shows? How did we get that many? I don't know. I'm so confused. We just like literally gave it to everyone we could. And we're like, listen to our show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Okay, uh, ready for episode two? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Another oh edition my, of second. It's so early. Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host. You your
0: co-host, Chris the Fantasy.
1: Okay, <laughs> the explanation is needed already. <laughs> you hear that terrible echo. So Chris had his mic by this episode, but instead, what we decided to do because we were smart was record at the same house. And this is the only time we did this, like for the, any of these episodes, because it was pandemic time. it's like coming up too. So we came over and had our computers and then realized there was gonna be like or I guess we realized there was, I don't know when we realized there was going to be echo. We tried to fix it, but realizing there was no technology alternative, it was just kind of had to deal with it. And so we were like sitting in the same room with computers that were like microphones that were like picking up each other's things. And because of the zoom delay, it was like, it was echoing on my end. So Mm -hmm. yeah, not fun. And we had to put an in, uh, like a thingy, a note about it in the um description, but yeah, it was it was not fun. It was not good mm-hmm. to hear that after and be so disappointed. But that's the only time we've actually recorded in person. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready to continue?
2: Yep, let's go.
4: It's good to be on the show for the second edition. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is a fun time
2: to
3: be a podcast <laughs> <in general. laughs> How did we post this? How? Oh, Our standards were oh so goodness, low. Oh my goodness. Oh, I didn't know that was there. Hey,
1: hey, hey guys. <laughs> I didn't know that was there. Oh goodness. <laughs> well that was fun. Let's mm. continue. All of good sporting events coming up That we will actually be covering. We'll have a March Madness preview soon. Have a baseball preview. Remember when we thought this podcast soon, was gonna maybe be anything t- other than fantasy football? <laughs> Man, we're pausing every five seconds. Okay, let's play again. Here we go day depending on when we decide to record this so baseball's coming up obviously march madness coming up nba nhl playoffs coming up in about a month fantasy offseason has a bunch of new intriguing storylines free agencies right? fun time Ooh. to be talking sports
4: yeah it's it's a really good time to be a podcaster there's so many interesting topics to talk <laughs> about to podcast. Podcast. all the excitement of march madness <laughs> Two episodes in by the nhl <laughs> coming up nba playoffs there's a lot of good sports
1: I mean, it's always a good time to be a podcaster, but like, (laughs) excuse me. So we'll have a couple of things to talk about today. We'll talk about our quarterback and tight end way too early 2020 rankings, which we did not talk about last podcast. Those are just running backs and wide receivers. We'll also talk briefly about defenses and kickers and what you should do with those. Although since that's not that big of a topic, we won't spend too long on that. And we'll have a brief XFL conversation to close this show about what we think about the new league what how the teams are doing the standings updates why did we do this all that different stuff so we'll get started and for quarterback uh we've got obviously the consensus number 1 chris i would think is lamar jackson yeah and oh, it, right. i think
4: just how well he did last season how many weapons lamar. He has you have to have him at number 1 i mean he had a, a historic season last year he's a dynamic runner and passer so He's an obvious number
1: one. Yeah, you I don't even know the- Yeah, the- I, I sound a lot in of- Calvin. Lamar- I like
2: Lamar- that.
1: Lamar- so they got yeah, it a was little good. bit. But their number two wide receiver was pretty much like Willie Sneed. So Lamar Jackson's doing all this without those weapons. Nonetheless, Ooh. and then without like a made the major weapons that maybe Drew Brees, he doesn't really have a Michael Thomas okay, like okay, Drew guys. Brees has. So he doesn't really have a Devontae Adams <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers has. Okay. Um, I was gonna I was like listen, and I was like, okay, me, this is some good analysis. Then it's like randomly like we're talking about Drew Brees now. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that, where that came from. But yeah, that was good. That, like that second episode improvement already. It was like confident take there, dynamic passer and runner. We like to hear it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, let's listen to a little bit more. But nonetheless, I think for quarterbacks in general, don't consider taking one earlier than the third round. Like it's just there's so many other guys that you can find. Hey, Calvin, stay, stay true like, to the late round QB strategy. In the previous yep. year or picked late. Like you picked Lamar Jackson late. You picked Kyler Murray late, Josh Allen late. You love this. Uh, you also picked Jameis Winston late. Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> went late, and so all those guys, even Ryan Fitzpatrick, sort of broke out, mm-hmm. and
4: he was he wasn't even taken until like. He wasn't drafted in most leagues. Yeah, he was
1: not even drafted. You could just find him literally on the waiver wire. So there's always those guys. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill, I think I said that, but he's. you could also find him I on the waiver wire. I say that. So there's always guys you can find. And the point differential, there's a huge drop-off for good, like, for example, running backs. So you should prioritize running oh, yeah. backs we before they're all gone. Meanwhile, you can find quarterbacks that can still be good values in late rounds. Yeah. So I wouldn't consider taking Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. before the third round. Yeah, so the third round is kind
4: of when you start to consider you're going to be someone
1: All right, Chris. What do you want to say? Yeah. So
2: I just think it's funny, Calvin. I mean, has your stance changed on QBs and RBs? Not really. No. What you just said.
1: I mean, that the basics. Yeah, that's pretty much stayed the same. I'll still play it that way.
2: That's crazy. I mean, yeah, I'm right there with you. All right. Yeah. Let's listen to like maybe 30 more seconds and then move on. Mm -hmm. Let's hear my take on these QBs. Okay.
4: One that's going for someone like the number one running back or number one quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Or are you going to be someone that waits until even that 10th round to draft someone? like ryan Tannehill or or someone that's going late matt ryan five <laughs> at number 12 someone like that that you can oh. very late in the draft but could still have a good season
1: yeah i agree that's something that's changed you don't like matt ryan anymore do you no i hate matt ryan <laughs> because he took him in his league and he didn't do well that year mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah all right is that it i guess let's move on from episode two okay this is not the this is not fun this is episode three the only one where we changed up the intro we actually had a guest on this so bad
2: so incredibly bad
1: okay in my defense uh chris made the, the intro like for the podcast the one that's good i made this one and in my defense i was trying to make it sound like ooh creepy special edition podcast and we have a guest on this one by the way uh shout out to will who's on this show um and so we basically, this is the only episode that we did that wasn't about fantasy and the only episode we did with a different intro. Uh, it's just about like the effect that coronavirus had on all the sports. This was before we had Second Google Sports Talk. This was before we just decided to make this a purely fantasy show. We were like, okay, we're going to sprinkle in some sports episodes a, mm-hmm. little, a little bit. And our fantasy listeners are going to want to hear this instead of a regular episode. Uh, that was not smart. Okay. So please don't laugh at me, guys. I'm sorry. I still think the intro is kind of a banger. It's just kind of weird. So um yeah, Chris, you can give your thoughts if you want. You ready for me to play it though? Yes. Okay. <laughs> To this special edition of the Second and Gold fantasy podcast by <laughs> Calvin, your host, here with your co-host, Chris, the uh, fantasy and now sports expert. I remember that line. And fantasy also we have with us a very sport special sport. guest. Will, our special guest is here to help us Okay. Um, pause for a sec. Oh my goodness, Calvin. I don't
2: know whether to decide if I'm listening to a horror movie, <laughs> an orchestra concert, <laughs> a techno concert, or a fantasy football podcast.
1: <laughs> that was a good lie <laughs> that was funny
2: i mean what is going on i don't i don't really know like it's just some
1: some I'm weird sorry.
2: bass and, wah, wah, wah,
1: wah, wah. i thought it was cool for every once in a while but this was the only time we ever used it so man yeah. only like if you were there this is why calvin does and band eight. and not orchestra <laughs> <laughs> oh well i actually don't do band anymore either but so. you used to do band at the yeah, time i of did this do band episode. when this one was recorded so, mm-hmm. yeah, that was not
2: that was not your best moment, Calvin.
1: <laughs> I actually haven't heard Will on this show. Like, I haven't re-listened and heard whether Will's voice is also much higher. Yeah, let's listening. listen. Uh, I'm interested. Here we go. Analyze the uh, concerns oh, surrounding our topic, which is all about coronavirus today. So, this special edition, we'll be talking about coronavirus and its effects on various. Remember when sports. we called it coronavirus begin, and not
0: COVID. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: that's just a funny thing that's not like it's hot. crazy we've made 100 episodes and COVID is still going on
1: yeah come on what this is episode three guys it's episode 100 now and COVID's still going on come on now mm-hmm. oh my goodness okay here we go I guess just guys start with some general thoughts about guys, what are your like thoughts do you agree or thoughts? disagree with all the closing decisions all the stopping of sports all that kind of stuff
4: well, I mean, I've seen how how this coronavirus has spread across the country. I think I've it's very it. needed to slow down, like, sports. I think we need to take a look at the health and well-being of all people, you know, ahead <laughs> of sports, kind of.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. I like what
3: it. about you, Will? Yeah, they definitely should use social <gasps> distancing so
1: that not more people get infected.
4: Yeah, and as we've seen wow,
1: in like <laughs> Robert
4: and Donovan Mitchell, it's really important that, like, we end sports so that we fans are end impacted sports. as well as our beloved players. We love our beloved yeah, and players, I hate beloved
2: it. players, and like, I'm referring to them as that no. in that too. It's like weird, no. like beloved players. My
1: beloved, my football players. I know. I
2: like act like they're like siblings to me. It's kind
1: of <laughs> oh man, that was funny. <laughs> I needed more friends, Calvin. The ball players become beloved to me. <laughs> Well, it was like that for both of us, to be fair. It was pandemic time. We needed more friends other than, like, playing Xbox. Yeah, we we played a lot of Xbox
2: and recorded a lot of podcasts and (laughs) talked a lot of fantasy.
1: Yeah, that was kind of just what we did during the first few months of Mm -hmm. the pandemic and online school, which was um, kind of a joke in eighth grade. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. To our listeners, don't think that like we're just our all like Ooh. now hating sports for some reason because we're abs- It's absolutely not true. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, yeah. Let's Thank let- you for clarifying let- there. We called them beloved players, and now we're hating sports, guys. <laughs> Shut down sports. We hate sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here we go like we're just as devastated by this but it is the right thing this is what needs to happen and as devastating as it might be i know i was devastated when mark was canceled as devastating as it is it it has to happen for this to be contained and this to be uh, ended sooner this threat ended and so now let's get started and we'll start with the nfl because that's what this podcast is mainly about and so This news came out actually just before we were starting to record the show. The NFL draft, it has been announced that it is being closed to the public. So, Chris, I'm guessing this is, I think this is a good decision. What do you think about this? So, originally,
4: I had actually heard that the draft would be closed to, I mean, or closed and postponed and put in a different city at a later date. But just before we started this, it came out that the event is going to be closed to the public, but it will still commence on April 23rd through 25th, and I'm not sure. I assume it's still in Las Vegas. Yeah,
1: I guess it would still be. You want to
2: move on, Cal? Yeah, sure. Like, this has to. Okay, this is getting poor. Nothing else to laugh at. But Ford Yeah, I know. We actually started putting together some good analysis. I think, honestly, it's a good thing that it's becoming less interesting to listen to us talk, because that means it's not as bad.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's becoming like less interesting to like laugh at ourselves, but I feel mm-hmm. like more interesting content. to actually- I like the devastating counter, though, within like a matter I of two see. sentences, Calvin had said devastating three times to- or four, four times. times. Oh, my gosh. I mean, OK. Yeah. Once it was is just, enough. Calvin I was, was really upset was, to be was, about the pandemic March. really devastating for you. Yeah, well I would I to be fair, I was very devastated about March yeah, Madness. Yeah, we were. I
2: was so when I heard March Madness was canceled, that was just like the first thing that like really destroyed me. I was like, whoa, this is real. Like
1: Yeah, everyone in my school was like, Calvin, are you gonna cry now? Because they knew which I loved it. I didn't cry, but it was upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it so, was very upsetting. Um, all right. Uh, now we're gonna jump ahead in time a little bit. And I don't want to jump ahead in time a little bit because this is incredibly embarrassing. Episode 21 is now where we are. And this was the first time we got a big name on the show. Mm-hmm. And our high voices were not ready for this one. Christopher Harris, somehow, for some reason, agreed to come on our show. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Chris for reaching out. And uh, he hopped on. And um, yeah. So Chris we says were- in me,
2: like Christopher Harris didn't yeah. reach out to us. Uh-huh. Yeah, he-
1: oh, no, of course not. Never. Um but yeah I, we really appreciated him coming on and then it kind of like made our like whole day too when he retweeted us and like recommended our show that was pretty awesome so mm-hmm. shout out to him and go check out the Harris Fantasy Football podcast How I mean if I we could have him on again up getting... if we could have him on again I feel like we could do like a 10 time I mean I didn't feel the interview was like bad that we did I felt like it was solid but like I want to have him on again now that we sound more mature and like mm-hmm. do like 10 a 10 times better like interview than like than what that was it was Mm-hmm. Not the worst thing, as I remember. But then again, I didn't remember episode one as being as bad as it was. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Okay, you ready for this? Let's do it. Oh shoot! I've got to put it in like the um the spot because this one this one was the uh, for some reason it glitched back to zero. I've got to put it in the uh, the spot where it's supposed to be, and it's not moving. So hold on. Let me just. I'm just gonna play it for a sec and then skip ahead. Okay. Now that it's playing, I should be able to skip. To where I wanted it to be. I think I remember. Oh yeah. Uh almost got the spot. Okay, it's right there. Sorry guys. It, I don't know why it glitched out like that. Here we go. Yeah, Evans is just not is a huge upside, but a change of pace guy. He's the only other running back there, really. Just like Armstead's the only running back besides Fournette and Jacksonville, basically. There's really no competition for him. Um, so now let's just we'll wrap this segment up. And uh you'll be hearing this. Uh we had this issue last year or no last week where we didn't know how to put it. When we were segueing into an interview that oh we hadn't my, recorded stop, yet, stop. so yeah. um, in a few seconds you'll be hearing um, our interview with Christopher Harris. From Harris Fantasy Football. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! Just even though we're
4: oh not like actually going into it right now, but I'm just excited thinking <laughs> we're announcing it. You know? Yeah. Oh
2: gosh, this is so even painful. thinking
1: about it, it's great. Um, again, so his podcast get. has the eighth most downloads out of any fantasy sports podcast ever. Bro. He started in 2015, and uh, I believe yeah. it's available on base. It's got to be available on every podcast we network. so nervous. Um, <laughs> he's uh, it's an excellent podcast. He's very funny, and uh, he's coming on our show in a few seconds. Oh. And um. So we're going to ask him a few questions that you'll find out about in just a second. So uh, without further ado, here is the interview with Christopher Harris. Oh, no. And so now we have a very special guest coming on the show today. Christopher Harris from the Harris Fantasy Football Podcast is with us today. Mr. Harris, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's really a pleasure to have you here today.
0: Well, thanks for having me, you guys. And don't call me Mr. And don't call (laughs) me Christopher. I'm already... well, it could be your i'm probably older than your parents nah, maybe not i don't know how old your parents are but i you can just call me chris okay, okay. sounds good chris. So- <laughs>
1: oh goodness <laughs> sounds good chris we don't like yeah. that okay but let's That's talk about line. we like, were caught we're... so off guard because i like i love listening to his show and it's like, it's like he's like so funny and witty and we were caught off guard because we were like uh, he's not sticking to our like strict script. I mean, he's like saying stuff to like be funny, and it's like entertaining. But it's like we're not ready for it at all. Mm-hmm. And oh man, I didn't remember. Sounds good, Chris. That was that was bad. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Chris and Chris, both of you. Oh gosh, this one is this one is hard to listen to. Continue. Okay, here we go. Uh, we just have about like, we have like seven questions for you today. And the first okay. one, um, just in general, how, how did you decide? And when did you decide that you started first started to want to get into podcasting Stop. and into <laughs> broadcasting?
0: So podcasting wasn't a thing when I started getting into broadcasting because it didn't exist yet. Um, and we like and both like,
2: like repeat, like, yeah, like we at the same really time want to get into yeah.
0: this at all. Um, so I, I led a whole other life of i have oh i, have a I st- forgot about that wait
1: wait what does he mean when he says i don't really want to get into this at all oh he was talking about oh no he was talking about beforehand when he worked at espn i think remember, i remember getting really scared when he said that because i thought he was mad at us <laughs> i don't think he was but like i was no, like he oh, was, shoot, I this is a
0: terrible start here we go in business and mba and i went and got real jobs and stuff and i always kind of wanted to be a writer so you guys I think listen to my show. Do you guys listen to my show sometimes?
1: Yeah, I listen. I yeah. listened yeah. yesterday. It's an excellent show. Oh,
0: oh thanks. My gosh. So you so, probably yeah, know that I uh, harangue the audience about books that I've written. So I'm sort of a fiction writer. I write, I write novels and that's what I really wanted to do with my life. But it's hard to make money that way, much harder than it ever was. To be honest, there's not that many people make, make money writing fiction. So I had real jobs and on the side I would, I would, um, just sort of write write fiction when I could. And I wound up deciding, all right, I was wasting my life. I need to quit my job. And I did and went back to school again to get a graduate degree in creative writing. And they call that a terminal degree. And uh, that's because, it, well, it's, technically, it's because there's no other degree that comes after it, but also you might as well be be dead after you finish mm-hmm. it um so oh why did we laugh program, that was so funny i didn't want i don't to, even think i
2: got it when i when I you first said that what, what <laughs> i was doing i was, I was so a scary.
0: big fantasy player baseball football all of, all the fantasies mm-hmm. and um there was a website that was having a contest to be a writer for their for their website and so i said sure it didn't, didn't pay any money but what the heck i'll try yeah, as you can tell, it's very good story. As a lark, I wasn't thinking that I would do it for any for a living or anything like that, and I wound up winning the contest. And Yahoo, you know, this is more than ten years ago, so you guys were not playing fantasy at that point. But they found me and decided to pay me some money. And ESPN paid me a little more money, started putting me on TV. It was all never really part of a plan. It was something that would kind of pay for the fiction writing. And it's turned into a great thing where I was at ESPN for eight years. And now I've been doing my own thing for five years. And uh, yeah, so I don't think it was ever really part of a plan. Certainly podcasting didn't exist (laughs) at the time. Oh, Um, wait, I just realized something. But it's worked out really well. Oh, yeah. See, when
1: when he said, like, I didn't really want to get into this, I thought we were, like, asking him about something that he, like, didn't want to talk about. But I think... I'm not 100% sure, but I think he must have just meant that he was, like, not originally trying to get into the industry. But why was scared. But, like, afterwards, uh, I mean, he, like, you know, complimented us, which was nice of him because, you know, we were obviously nervous and stuff. But, and I mean, it wasn't the worst interview in the world, but, like, yeah. Uh, what did you think, Chris? Your thoughts? Uh, just an interesting overall interview. You can tell we're really nervous.
2: We had never done an interview like this before. Uh, I'm hoping it gets better in the JJ Zacharyson interview, but uh, we'll see. It doesn't.
1: I doubt. But I mean, it was really great to
2: have him on. He's a really interesting guy. Go check out his show. It's really good. And
1: uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. let's just hear our response to this real quick. Please don't be too bad. Yeah. Um. It sounds like it has. So. Funny uh,
4: how kind of all come from different ways. Like we just we just decided it because we were enjoying our fantasy league, and you got in it through writing. So there's so many different ways, and it's it's really fun to do. This
2: is good.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Okay. So. Some pretty good analysis.
1: It was nervous analysis, okay. but it, it broke the ice yeah, so. a little bit on us talking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, here, let's hear you ask a question, though.
4: Um, so, uh, our next question is You started your podcast in 2015, and what is your favorite memory from just doing the podcast? Maybe guests, maybe one of your favorite episode that you had. Just what's your favorite memory?
1: I like that. You want to stop there? Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, it gets better. Yeah, we got a little bit less nervous. We started. I mean there was no way he would have like actually shouted our show out if we weren't if like at least somewhat decent he probably may have felt bad that for us that we were a little bit nervous during that and our voices sounded very high and like did not Mm -hmm. sound like older voices so there's that uh but yeah it was fun to have him I mean I still like despite all the nervousness I know we're talking about nerves nervous nervous I really enjoyed that show and it Mm -hmm. was great to like talk to him and he actually like told a lot of stories and gave good answers it was like He was a great guest and we were just, we were definitely very nervous, but I mean, he kind of like, it was good how he like also kind of broke the ice a little bit. I felt like, like you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's jump ahead. This is going to be episode 24. Hopefully this one's a more ho-hum kind of one. This is our first official fantasy football draft guide show where we did like the 2020 fantasy draft guide. Um, Obviously we've only done two of them because we did one in 2021, but this is like the first time we kind of did like, this is our like big preview episode for that year. So I felt like it was a good one the play so chris do you want to get started Mm -hmm. all right here goes oh this was okay pause this was the one where i accidentally exported like i'm not sure exactly what it's called is it like 128 bit i think it's like the uh like good sound for podcasting or like solid i accidentally exported this i think in like 32 or 16 bit which is like telephone quality so that's why that sounds like this, and I couldn't figure that out for a while. I was like, "Ooh, it sounds Christmassy," but like, it's not. Okay, here, it's it, the quality wasn't that great. It'll get I better. his he holidays. He
2: tried to make the uh, special edition intro after some kind of creepy Halloween thing. He likes this thirty-two bit. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't do this on purpose. Christmassy.
1: I don't know. This wasn't on purpose. I, I, it was on accident. Come on now. I thought it was sounded a bit Christmassy though, like it's like the jingling bells. <laughs> whatever the yeah, was long. The if Even that no one satisfies has. you go ahead <laughs> fine okay it's all right um let's get let's keep going
0: jingle bells <laughs>
1: Welcome to another edition of the Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Kelvin, your host, here with your co-host, Chris, the fantasy expert. And in today's show, we'll be giving you guys a fantasy football draft guide for the 2020 season. So, be more and over the last few weeks, we've been giving you guys positional previews for fantasy. Today, we're going to give a draft guide. Where for each position, we're going to answer like three main questions, basically about the position and about important guys there. We're going to give you guys players to target and players to avoid as well for each position we're going to do that for quarterback running back wide receiver and tight end and at the end of the show we'll discuss draft strategy for defenses and kickers um Chris I got that usual excitement uh, rush before the podcast oh, yeah. um I know you're excited uh-huh. to be here too and I think this might be like I, I think I have a feeling this is gonna be one of our best episodes ever
2: mm-hmm. yeah I'm really excited I'm, for it
1: I, I'm really excited to like, <laughs> like do... wait was that you talking Oh, you were trying to predict what you were going to say. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. You were kind of close. Sleepers and busts and we talk
4: more about players. But one of the things that I kind of like and I kind of pride myself on, I don't, I'm not like the greatest. I'm pretty good, I'd say, at like ranking the players. But when it comes to draft strategy and knowing when to take players, I think that's one of my strong suits. So hopefully. Yeah, apparently
2: I was the better ranker too. Yeah, I, I mean, know,
1: we are fantasy experts. So Chris was like low-end expert at or not? Maybe oh, not okay. low-end. No, no, I not. They don't need to go. I well, don't Analyze pause, pause, pause here, Calvin. Did you just call me a low-end expert? No, because you were like, you were like, I'm not the greatest at this. I don't know why I decided to die. Like, I didn't like like how you like analyzed yourself. So then I decided <laughs> to further analyze. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Even
4: low-end. I'll say I, middle, I'll Calvin, Calvin, oh Calvin, I'll, I'll say average. Stop. Yeah. Turn it off.
2: Well, okay, uh, this low-end average expert. You're ranking.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> well, not this year though. Not this year. You'll see. Here we go. Fantasy expert though. Well, I mean, no, you know I'm, I'm an average fantasy, fantasy expert. I'm average okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, average fantasy expert. At
2: <laughs> like and I can't think you're you're so kind and like wanting to like help me
1: like feel proud of myself, but you just like made me feel worse than that <laughs> Okay. Well, you were like then you were like I'm an average fantasy expert. <laughs> like okay we 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 both caused this let's take (laughs) let's both take the blame here i didn't think this was going to be like this why is it like this in episode (sighs) 24 oh yeah gonna be chris should be dominating me here but hopefully he does it it'll be really funny Wait, so, what should you be down there? In our debates, I mean. So we'll get wait, started. No. We've got a couple of pieces of news to record. Well, you just know that's how it should be. What is huge it's for fans? It's kind of a natural
2: hierarchy. Damien <laughs> Williams, Chiefs of Chief Chief the Superior Debater. Wait, wait. Down. Can we, can can we, we get, get a clip of, of that, the disrespect please? you're talking over my analysis. Uh, can we... Can we get a clip of that, please? Just me announcing that I am, like, are you announcing yourself that I should <laughs> win the debate?
1: If we can get a clip of you being, like, I'm an average fan. Like, you know yes, how we sorry. have the,
2: uh, the intros into the different sections? I think we have some sort of debate. We should just start with that as the intro. Oh, just, like, play I'm just an you average fan. Just you yourself fantasy. fully in full recognition. Like, oh, yeah. I'll be, like, Chris is about to dominate Here's me. the thing. I'm forever going to be able to beat you in debates because I can admit that you know that I'm a better debater and that my takes are better. Well,
1: I don't know, know what I was talking it. about. That's not true though. But <laughs> we're, we'll also play your, I'm an average VNC ace but I don't know. Okay. This is still <laughs> okay, enough, 11 out enough. of 10 on this one. Here we go. And, um, Chris, this is, I mean, we can talk, I mean, obviously I respect Williams' decision, but this is a fantasy podcast. So naturally we're going to be talking about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who as a rookie is now stepping into the pure starting oh, role right. in one of come the most come on. Po- I can't believe we're still talking about, like, analyzing people's decisions about non-football stuff. Like, I mean, it's great people do that. But this is, I mean, it's a football podcast. We tried to, like, shy away from that a little bit. I know in the early episodes, we kind of, like, talked about, like, coronavirus. And we were like, in my opinion, this is what we should do about coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Like, and I was like, I respect his decision and all. Like, I mean, like, that's great. I did respect his decision. But that was not something that needed to be clarified Mm -hmm. on a fantasy football podcast. So, all right, let's continue for a bit. Howard, offenses in the league. So, Chris, where do you have Edwards-Alaire next season? Where does he jump to with this? uh, Initial take.
4: I mean, that was actually one of my concerns with Edwards O'Leary. I felt like people were jumping on his train a little bit too much, not realizing that he's still a rookie. He wasn't projected to go as the number one guy, so he might not be the most talented. And that I still still kind of like Damian Williams in some drafts because I felt like he was going very, very low. But now with Damian Williams out, it's clear cut that CEH will be the number one running back in Kansas City. So I've got to have him higher. I think I have him at number 12 now, so...
1: Li- mm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, obviously we moved that around. It was like, but Damian Williams, like, I, I, don't, I don't even think we specifically stated what actually happened, that Damian Williams opted out. We should have, like, said that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do yeah. you want to hear a little more? Sure. Okay. A little bit lower than Calvin does. Yeah, I mean, I've got him at RB10, 16 overall. 16 overall. There's nine RBs I like oh, yeah, better for now. Just because we still got <laughs> like to recognize I RB10, there's nine RBs I like better. So, yeah. I mean, he's RB ten, number sixteen overall I right said now. This already. But he's got top top five upside. I wouldn't say I'd be shocked if he co- came into the top five this season. So when you're drafting him, keep that in mind. I think I have him. So I I would draft him as a borderline top ten, like early to mid second round, mm-hmm. and uh, you see his upside. So he's a good up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, he was kind of a bust, as we know, or at least mm-hmm. I'd let that top ten prediction. But what do you think? Any other thoughts on that? It wasn't too bad. It was yeah, that was solid. I think Mm -hmm. the shows get better. We tended to start out. What episode was that? Ken? Twenty four. We tended to start out shows just so bad. I feel like. Wait, what was
2: what was special about that show?
1: That was the fantasy football draft guide. Oh, I guess we didn't get into the fantasy football draft guide. I thought I was going to be more excited on that one than I was. Not just like, and in today's show, we're going to be giving our draft guide. So. Yeah, that was the podcast first. So uh, here, let's get into, um, I guess we've got two left here. Let's just do the week one preview, but only briefly, because I also realized this is probably going to be like not that good of one. So let's just do maybe the first minute of that, Chris. Does that sound good?
0: Sure. Okay, here we go.
1: I like the sound quality here. Welcome to another edition of the Second solid. Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Cal Fierro, host, and like fantasy expert. And in today's show, we'll be giving our week one preview for the 2020 season. We have big questions, we have waiver wire, we oh, yeah, have starter that. sit, we have booms and busts, which is uh, what we changed our plays and fades segment to so <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> Time out, plays and fades. You remember that? Oh,
2: Chris, you good there? Oh, my goodness. Plays oh. and fades.
1: <laughs> I couldn't tell if you weren't listening and you were just sitting there silent. I was like, um, hello? Then you're like, plays and fades. Oh, my goodness. It's just I was just reminiscing on how disappointing. Just
2: those kind of aspects of our show just really didn't, like, oh, hit
1: the spot. Oh, Plays and fades. Rough. What is this? <laughs> I like booms and busts better. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Kind of funny, also. I remember not liking booms because it sounded like I was like, does this sound kind of close to a word we're not allowed to say on the show? <laughs> but I, I was over worrying about that. Uh, here we go. Let's continue listening. Brent will describe it. And of course, we've got some news before we get into all of that. And I am so excited because we're finally going to preview a week of football. And football, this is releasing on Wednesday. So football is football. starting tomorrow. This is crazy. I know
4: I'm so excited right now I just cannot wait I mean it's gonna be so good to finally be back in the swing of things with all the games going on every Sunday I can sit by my tv and watch and do all that I'm just so excited it's so
1: oh 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 I just remembered something this was the episode that we edited to make it like the intro super high and our voices super low look do you want me to see if I have that file like, did the edited version of that that we never published? Can I just like play the first minute of that? Sure. See if you can find okay, it. Okay. Let me go see. Yeah, I forgot. So what did I- we do? I knew that episode sounded familiar. Because we need that. A voice and intro change for podcast. It's here. I should just. This is spontaneous. I didn't have this up. So you ready to play it? Mm-hmm. All right. Sure. Here we go. I'm loading it in right now. Should start playing. <laughs> This is my pro editing skills.
2: What did you do to this, Calvin? This is my quite... see, this is how bored we got during the pandemic, guys.
1: Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin your host here your co-host, Chris the Fantasy Expert. And in today's show, we'll be giving our week one review <laughs> for the twenty twenty season. We have big questions, we have waiver wire, we have starter sit, we have Okay, pause for a
2: sec. Oh my goodness! Why? This is how bored we were in the pandemic, guys. Calvin resorted to just weirdly just changing our voices in the intro. (laughs) I sent it to multiple people. I was like, I know, and we thought it
1: was the funniest thing
2: like (laughs) ever to exist on this earth.
1: (laughs) It really was back at the time. I mean, this is September; it's still
2: pandemic. I'm trying to figure out what character do we sound like. We sound like the guy from Squid Games. I don't know if you watched that, Calvin, but you sound like the guy. We sound like the guy from Squid Games
1: talking through the masks.
0: Well, you can hear how, you sounded. Me, how wait, you sounded. I, your we voice definitely this, sound like that.
1: Your voice in this always cracked me up. Let's see if it's still funny. It probably is not funny at all, but let's just hear it. Okay, let's keep going. Booms and busts, which is uh, what we changed our plays and fades segment. to, was a little bit different. We'll describe it. We finally need to change. Before we get into all of that. And I am so excited because we're finally going to preview oh, no. a week of oh, football. No. And football This is releasing on Wednesday, so football is starting tomorrow. Tomorrow, I know. I'm so excited right now. I just cannot wait. I mean, it's gonna be so good to finally be back in the fantasy swing of things. My voice sounds like really feminine, but like deep
2: at the same time.
1: Does that make sense? Do all that? I'm just so. That's funny. Okay, that's the end of the clip. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of true. Oh my gosh, that's a funny voice. I like that. Um. So, yeah, I guess uh, you're ready to move on now. <laughs> that was interesting and very, and very spontaneous, too. OK, I don't want to hear this last one because this one I was so nervous for and I had gotten better at like the podcasting thing by this time, but it was just it was still bad. Like it wasn't a good interview. This is episode 53 with JJ Zacharyson. I mean, maybe I mean, maybe I'm being too harsh. I don't think it was like for me. I, I think it was a decent interview but it wasn't, it started out so rough. Like it's, it's, for me, I feel like, I mean, I could be remembering this wrong, but I feel like I just didn't, didn't sound that great at the start of it. And I mean, of course, JJ was a great guest and it was great to have him on, but like, it was very nervous. And I like, I wish I had like made it incredibly much better than the Christopher Harris one, but I don't think it was unfortunately, but you ready to Mm -hmm. hear it. Oh yeah. We recorded the whole episode is basically the interview. So we recorded like a pre thing as well. And we are going nuts in it as well. So this is, I mean, I'm ner- I don't want to hear it, but it's it was fun to talk to him, and we learned a lot still, and we had some good discussions. But, I mean, I remember like not being the best in this one. It was okay, but not the best. Mm-hmm. All right, ready to go? Yeah. What is wrong with the intro? I still can't figure out the sound thing. Jingle bells to another edition of the this second goal fantasy podcast i'm calvin your host here with your co-host chris the fantasy expert okay, and in today's normal. show we interview jj zacharyson of the late round podcast his podcast is one of the oh, absolute best in the industry one of my favorites it's basically 15 or I like this so far jam-packed with the information I so and analytics Maybe I'm just and somehow mr zacharyson he packs it in all in 15 or 20 minute shows and it's absolutely fantastic to listen to so i'd recommend this you intro try. was beautiful okay but pause and uh chris i remember taking like 20 takes on this intro not 20 it was like really 20. good
2: though when it did come out
1: yeah it was that that is true we did want to make it like killer because we were like okay people need to listen to this so we're gonna make this an absolute banger of an intro mm-hmm. so this interview i mean as you would expect it was tons of fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, I speak for both of us when I say it was a pleasure to have JJ on the show. He's done so much for the industry. He forefronted the late round QB strategy, which I mean, both of us pretty much use. And you'll hear a little bit more about that in the interview and his podcast. It's one of the best and most respected in the business. He's really well-known for his analytical take on things, like you said. I like album. this. His show is just it's really is awesome to listen to because wow. you do not wasting, I mean, not really waste, but you don't have to use an hour of your day listening to <laughs> He so realizes our get, podcasts are an, an hour The long. information you would get in an hour in a short 20-minute session, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic, and the interview was great, so I hope you guys enjoy it just as much as we did. So here is the interview with JJ Zacharyson. And so now we've got a very special guest here joining the show. JJ Zacharyson from the Late Round Podcast is here with us. Uh, Mr. Zacharyson, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's really a pleasure to have you.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. All
1: right, so we're just gonna get into, I, before we get into the questions, I think uh, for those of you who don't know again, J, or Mr. Zacharyson hosts the Late Round Podcast, and um, which uh, is one of the definitely one of the best podcasts in the industry. One of the most popular and one of my favorites as well so for but for those those of you who don't know do you want to maybe discuss your podcast for the listeners
3: sure yeah uh <laughs> so i don't know if any of you have ever like listened to like a ted talk or uh you know sort of a, a short form uh quick to the point uh detailed uh type type show that that uh, folks put on that these experts put on about specific topics and that's sort of what i went for when i started the late, <clears throat> started the late round podcast where uh, I wanted something that was more quick hitting, uh, that you could sort of get in and get out, and and get all the information that you needed. Uh, so it's heavily edited, um, and it's usually you know 15 to 20 minutes in length each episode is, um, and and hopefully you know folks are, are able to to get what they need uh, very quickly and very efficiently within that show. And it's very numbers driven too, because it's sort of where I come from uh, with with my fantasy football analysis
1: yeah and then it is again like i said one of my favorite shows i love how it's like again like very digestible 15 or 20 minutes bite size but provides like it's jam-packed with information i appreciate that so we've got a few questions for you about like your time in the fantasy football industry so i guess chris Mm -hmm. go ahead
2: yeah so why did you decide to get into the fantasy football industry was there some kind of big moment or did you just slowly get into it what kind of what made you decide to get in and sort of
4: when did you get in
3: yeah so um you know you guys are obviously uh you know younger and and it's awesome that you're already doing what you're doing right now uh it's great uh i i wasn't as young but i was definitely on the on the younger side you know a lot of people are getting into the industry because they're they're really sick with their day of their day jobs and they need some sort of outlet um and i was in that boat but i just did it a lot sooner rather than later so i graduated college um, and then I was working for a couple of years in, in the advertising world. Uh, didn't really get a lot out of that in the jobs that I was doing. So, uh, you know, I sort of just had this like moment of, of what is my passion? What do I like doing? And at the time I had never written anything. I'd never done anything at all. Uh, but at that time, this was back in, in 2012, 2011, 2012. So this is a couple of years after uh, sort of working and, and, you know, just feeling out what it's like to be an adult. Um, I, I really opened up, I, I, I really, I just opened up a, a word document one day and I just started sort of like throwing ideas on there of like what I'm passionate about, what I want, uh, you know, to do ideally. And what I really realized is that fantasy football was it. And at the time, a lot of people, uh, were a lot of the, the higher ups in the industry were touting an early round quarterback strategy. Cause it was after the 2011 season when there was really good uh-huh. quarterback play. Um, and at that time, you know, I realized that, uh, you know, throughout my time in playing fantasy football, which I had been playing, I- I've been playing since the early 2000s. Um, but at that time, I realized that uh, there's there's th- this is not the best strategy in the world to, to be getting these guys early. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of reasons. A lot of these reasons were stuff very basic, like economic stuff that I've that I that I learned in school and uh, really just basic logic uh, overall. So I really just looked at the landscape and I said, you know, everyone's saying draft your quarterbacks early because we just had this crazy, crazy season with these quarterbacks. There were some reasons for it. Uh, but I know that over the long-term, drafting quarterbacks late make a, makes a lot more sense. And so what I did was I just started typing out ideas. I would work 40 hours a week in my day job. I'd come home. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, uh, you know, was very supportive and I would be working at night. And I, I for about nine months, I wrote an ebook. Um, and then I published the ebook and then sort the rest is sort of history.
1: Yeah. I I guess. So you wrote the late round quarterback as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. I, for a sec, I thought we were like talking over each other in the show. Yeah. Cause our voices are like, uh, like, you know, Mm we're normal now. And and you can
2: totally tell just how much more comfortable we are interviewing. That's really awesome to see.
1: Yeah. That actually was, that was so much better. That exceeded Mm -hmm. my expectations. That was good. I don't, I I don't know why I was so worried. Mm -hmm. I mean, I probably, I think. I was worried a lot more about little things because I think I had remembered that like we had definitely made some mistakes in the Christopher Harris interview, which was, I mean, still turned out fine, but like it was like, you know, could have done better. So I was like, I think I was kind of on edge for that, but it was like, it was solid. We were used to like talking for people to hear so it wasn't like the worst thing in the world and I kind of like later on I know he talked about he was like making a joke like don't buy his ebook which was funny and then he talked about like his philosophy for player projections which was interesting to listen to as well and that was like because that's one of the main things he, he does is like a numbers driven kind of podcaster and then like we kind of talked about like I don't know just various players as well talked about like one of his earlier episodes briefly where he had like mentioned something that I found was interesting and sort of I sort of brought that up and that was I thought it was yeah It was a lot better than I'm remembering it. It was coming back now. So uh, that was a recent one. And I think it shows kind of how far we came over like these 100 episodes. And even through like the first 50 or so, it had gotten so much better by then.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, really, that just kind of encapsulates our transformation a little bit. Just how much more comfortable we are talking to someone like him.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, he's a well-known guy. You probably have heard of him uh, if you're listening to this. I mean, you're in the fantasy world. You probably have heard of the Late Round Podcast. If you haven't, I would encourage you to go check it out and you'll mm-hmm. probably enjoy it and learn a lot. Um, yeah. All right. Is that all? Is that it? I mean, we got one last thing after this, but is that it for the uh, episodes? Mm-hmm. Wow. Thanks, guys. Episode 100. Crazy. We're here. And I guess we can roll the credits after this, but. First, I just wanted to kind of, should I get into the last part, the last thing we're doing? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say, this has been awesome, just
2: really going back and hearing everything, and now here we are in episode 100, maybe someday we'll be listening to this episode 200, 300, 500, 1000, you never know where this is going to go, and uh, I don't know, really awesome to
1: listen to. Yeah, this is great, and it's getting a little emotional. Um, I'm- very i mean it's like just thinking about the amount of things that we've done and all the mm-hmm. stories in the wild right we didn't even tell like we haven't touched like so many of these stories like we we told a lot but there's like so much more that went on that we didn't even get to I mean, talk yeah about, and that we, can't talk about we can't understand like we-, we used
2: to argue for hours before the show even started you know mm-hmm. like it's just it's been awesome lots of great memories though. and thank yeah, you man, guys we all could, for
1: being part of it yeah yeah we would share them all but it would just be like a six hour show or like a seven hour and like chris said just so maybe many longer yeah yeah. And of course we have a lot of people to thank as well. So I just, at the end of the show, we wanted to give like a thank you to everyone who's helped us out and supported the show through the past 19 months. We've got a lot of people on this list. If I didn't name you, I apologize. Uh, it's hard to name everyone. We again, we can't list every single person, but, uh, and, but don't worry. I mean, if you made a contribution or you helped us out or talk to us on Twitter, I'm, I have a pretty solid memory. I'm probably remember and appreciated uh, when you mm-hmm. did that. Yeah. And I mean, you guys are all part of it. So yeah. All right. So first I want to thank like everyone who is like, we want to thank our past guests, of course. Um, Austin, Will, thanks so much guys for coming on the show. It's been great. And you guys have been Mm -hmm. great friends throughout the pandemic and it was great to have you on the talk fantasy football. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are some of the people we talk fantasy football with the most outside of this show, just like on random FaceTime calls and stuff. So thanks guys Mm -hmm. for supporting this throughout the 19 months. Um, we want to thank Hutchinson Brown, of course, for supporting us, tagging us in all of those follow Friday posts, mm-hmm. uh, coming on our show, inviting mm-hmm. us on his. Um, and it was a lot of fun to have you. And Hutchinson, I do want to say that like listening to your podcast, it has been like great to hear how much like it, it has really gotten like to be a, such a good show. And it's great how you're writing for like DLF now. And like you have like a real like actual job kind of writing in the industry already, which I know is something you want to pursue. So mm-hmm. um, thanks for supporting us through this. If you're listening, over yeah, check him out like- at,
2: T-Y-F- or at tyfmnfl.
1: Yeah, on Twitter. And yeah, he's really gaining sort of a following. He's got his own space kind of carved out in the industry, which is great to see um thanks to luke sawhook for coming on a show it's uh great to interact with you on twitter um at luke sawhook on twitter and uh, he writes for fantasy pros and social media for dynasty nerds it was fun talking with him um luke's a fun guy to talk to knows his stuff and is also entertaining um thanks to luke brown who as i was typing this up realized is kind of a combination of luke sawhook and hutchinson brown (laughs) luke brown Uh, no relation but but, um this show has been a thing of random things when i had another Yeah, why not add one more random thing? Uh, Thanks, Luke, for coming on uh, and guesting. I think it was three times or so throughout the first 100 episodes. Uh, I know we've been on your show before. That was also a lot of fun. And thanks for the opportunity to write for Luke Brown Sports Talk uh, for a lot of last season. That was fun writing for your website as well. Um, Thanks, of course, to Christopher Harris and JJ Zacharyson for (laughs) coming on the show and um, talking to two teenagers who just two random teenagers and sharing like your insights. It was great Mm -hmm. to have you. And we learned so much from those interviews. Of course, this one wasn't one, this was actually one I forgot to put, but thanks to field Yates who probably doesn't remember, but answered my question about uh, spreading our podcast at sports broadcasting camp. So thanks to field Yates, who probably won't ever hear this, but if you are hearing this at some point, I still remembered that and we tried to take your advice as much as we could. Um, So uh, really appreciated that as well. Uh, thanks to Charles Herman, Herms, of course, from The Lateral. We love Herms mm-hmm. uh, for reaching out and uh, telling us how much he liked the show. And it was thanks for also the interactions on Facebook. Herms was one of our first followers on Twitter. And he we were and interacting on Facebook. He asked for our Twitter handle. And I mean, he was one of the first people who kind of like found our content when we were still mm-hmm. trying to grow on social media. So appreciate yeah. that. Also, Craig from Coach Craig Sports, another guy I interacted with on Facebook and Twitter. Um, appreciate all the interactions as well. It's fun talking mm-hmm. fantasy. Uh, Matthew Cooper as well. Thanks for checking out our first episode and um, letting us know. And yeah, that was, uh, th- thanks for checking out in general and always being a positive kind of positive influence on uh, the Twitterverse. And also, uh, but yeah. Uh, thanks to David Shepard, of course, CBS Sports Radio for listening to our show in the early days, giving feedback. Uh, I know, Chris, I think you asked him for feedback on an article one time way back when I was scrolling through the Twitter archives and Mm -hmm. he provided it. I'm sure he's very busy. He's got a lot of jobs. But I mean, uh, we appreciate the interactions on Twitter as well. Also one of our first followers. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks to Brandon Shorey of the Fantasy Football Dads for shouting us out, reaching out as well. Rich M, who we did a mock draft with on Hutchinson's show, owner of the British Fantasy Football League. Thanks also for shouting us out. Thanks for the Bracketeers for letting us take part in Pod Tourney Tuesday. We loved that, where mm-hmm. we're trying to get votes. Thanks to the uh, – and shout-out to the Lakeshore Live podcast, who we lost to in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, was, it was
2: close. It was close, but they were a very uh, well-respected and well-known podcast. So yeah, we, we, we
1: were but we went over our head game. there against them. <laughs> but it mm-hmm. was very fun. And so, yeah, shout-out to them. Uh, Shout out to Gary Zamoripa for, I don't know if I'm saying your name right. I'm sorry if I did not, but for all the positive interactions on Twitter, um, retweeting, shouting us out, uh, appreciate that as well. Thanks to Jake Rajala from Pro Football Mania, now rebranded into Football Machina for bringing me on board as a writer. And that really helped me kind of get some practice writing and get some exposure in the industry so i appreciate you as well thanks to scott fish of course for the scott Fish Bowl invites that really helped our follower counts chris as you know really climbed up after that and it's also Mm -hmm. been fun interacting with scott on twitter as well and when he followed me that was really like one of the like one of the highlights of like my twitter experience and it's been fun like talking with him and stuff like that um so yeah thanks to scott fish as well Uh, Thanks to touchdown Kirk for writing on the website and appearing on the show a little bit. Mm -hmm. And of course, thanks to all of you, everyone who ever submitted a mailbag question, downloaded the show, left the review, followed, sent questions, shared our contact and and interacted with us on Twitter and or Facebook, which we're not on anymore. It was too many people to name and we apologize if we missed you on accident, but we do appreciate every single one of you. Thanks also to everyone who tuned in, commented, subscribed and interacted with us on YouTube with second goal sports talk. And then lastly, everyone in our personal lives relatives my grandparents mm-hmm. who've also been so so supportive my grandpa still tunes into the show every single week and has notifications on for our youtube channel uh which is great um thanks to chris's cousins for leaving all those mm-hmm. funny reviews and yep. kelsey
2: finley Marin, i know you guys are out there maybe aaron too
1: she was a big part of that Mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you ever looked at our review section and wondered what those all those funny reviews all were those are from chris's cousins and or at least mm-hmm. a lot of them and so it was we really appreciate them for like you know helping us out and being positive and supportive uh thanks to everyone in our home fantasy redraft league who checked out the podcast when we were first coming out with it and thanks to like anyone else i ever sent it to if you uh ever listened we appreciate it and then of course my parents chris uh your parents for supporting us all along the way uh, it's been a fun ride. So thank you to everyone. Anything else you want to yeah. add?
2: Not really. I mean, thank you guys so much. It's been really an epic ride. Crazy to think that we're right episode 100. Uh, Calvin, I want to thank you so much because you started this thing so long ago and you stuck with it through a hundred episodes. I think you've been have, was there one episode that you haven't
1: been on? I don't think so. Calvin Not has true. been
2: here for all hundred episodes. I've missed maybe a few, maybe 15. Mm-hmm. So I've been there for most of them, but uh still trying to come on more. I know I'm not a full-time, uh, co-host anymore, but I mean, it's just been an epic ride. Thank you to everyone so much that helped make it possible. I mean, it's really awesome just for us to be able to look back on all this and just remember all these great memories. You guys made it possible. So mm-hmm. really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and thank, uh, you thank you so much. And we we'll look forward to the next hundred.
1: Yeah. And thank you so much, Chris, for being my co-host for the first 80 episodes for, uh, you know, just being like, riding the wave as well, checking our chartable downloads, celebrating mm-hmm. when we got our Scott Fishbowl invites. We all experienced that together and we all experienced the wave and reaching out to both our main guests, Christopher Harris and JJ Zachary, the two big names we got on the show. Chris wrote to them both, forged that connection. So I really appreciated that as well. And that was a lot of fun. So thank you so much, Chris, for being here through the first, through all the um all the fun times we've had with this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, is that it? That was a long one. That might have been the longest mm-hmm. one we've ever done. Yep. All that was right. A good one, though. How do we, do we want to wrap it up? Thanks for listening, guys. Follow the Twitter at SGFpod, at Calvin underscore SGF, at Chris underscore SGF, at Talk. Emails, fantasy at gmail.com, talk at gmail.com. If you like the show, leave a review, maybe reach out, share. If you have like a memory from the show that you liked, you can reach mm-hmm. out to us as yeah, well. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to that. Please, guys, we love
2: interaction. It's so fun for us.
1: So. Mm-hmm. yeah and then next week of course uh we'll be getting back to the fantasy talk week seven reactions week eight waiver wire show coming out on Tuesday um I apologize for the week-long absence uh, after all of that getting up to episode 100 I had gotten sick and had to delay shows for a week which is kind of ironic but we did it we made it to episode 100 so mm-hmm. thank you all so much um yeah thank you so I guess I've already asked you this a lot but I guess ready to wrap up
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay,
1: here we go. Thank you guys so much for listening. Here's to hundreds of more episodes, however long we decide to do this. Appreciate every single one of you who ever downloaded. Uh, Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.